The ProAct Know-How, brought to you by ProAct. Hi, this is ProAct Sam. Welcome along to this week's webinar where we're looking at who is exempt from making contributions and payments to the Cyprus Health Service. So we're looking to identify which expats can qualify for free, treat uh, for free treatment of free services and tax exemption in Cyprus. So we have a new Cyprus health system in, in Cyprus and it's a universal uh, free point of treatment service for everybody. So even taxpayers that are living and working in Cyprus uh, paying the new national health insurance tax um, or contributions as they go along uh, would still have free GP appointments, possibly free prescriptions, uh, depending upon the medicine, and also uh, free treatments if they need operation or, or further treatments. So there's a large part of the system that, that is paid for. Um, uh, one example we had recently was where uh, a client had paid 85 euros the previous month for uh, the medicines that were free this time. So it's, it's a big savings for anyone who qualifies to register for the Cyprus Health System over the system that we had before. Um, to qualify, you have to be tax resident in Cyprus. That obviously includes Cypriot and Cypriot nationals. So essentially anyone needs a residency permit or permanent residency permit or a, a citizenship. So any uh, expat who's got that, whether they're EU or non-EU, qualifies to register under the system. They don't need to be working, but they do need to be a taxpayer. And, and we'll cover that a bit later to, to clarify exactly what that means. Um, the, the treatments though, uh, once you're registered, are free, as we've just described, uh, for the GP and the, and the treatment services. Um, there is a liability to a new national health insurance tax. Now, this is an area causing some confusion, but it's actually very, very clear. There is a new tax and it's national health insurance tax and it's paid at source wherever the income arises in Cyprus. So if you're paying uh, pay your own tax or you're paying social insurance, on, um, then the new national health insurance tax is paid at source. Cyprus pensioners from the 1st of March are paying the new national health insurance tax. And, and any other income, dividend income, for example, uh, or, or rental income paid in Cyprus should be self-assessed and taxed at source, including this national health insurance tax. So this is the, the new tax and the new regime that's set up in Cyprus for 2019. Anybody that is, is a Cyprus tax resident or has got Cyprus income arising um, and is registered to live on the island is liable uh, to, uh, under international laws, to do tax returns on their worldwide income in Cyprus and, and pay these new taxes unless they've got an exemption. Now this was unclear and we're not talking about the free treatments here now that are available to everybody. What was what we just got clarification on, and 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 now we can confirm how uh, EU expats can get exemptions on on uh, Cyprus uh, healthcare costs. So it's not an exemption for UK expats. 
It's not an exemption for um, that, that discriminates against anybody else other than uh, an EU expat who's got an S1. So whether the expat lives in Denmark, Sweden, Latvia, uh, Poland, Germany, France, Spain, Malta, Ireland, UK, when they come to live and work in Cyprus, if they qualify for an S1 uh, issued by the home government, then they can qualify for an exemption from any uh, Cyprus healthcare costs. Um, even if the retired expat is still working, if the S1 is issued, then they will be exempt from worldwide income, as the, as the rules stand at the moment. So it's an all or nothing exemption. Um, so there's a number of different scenarios we'll talk about in a minute. So generally, an S1 is issued by uh, a, a government to somebody of state retirement age. And so if you qualify for an S1, then you can apply for an exemption from uh, the Cyprus uh, health service taxes um, and, and payments as well for prescriptions and consultant payments. Uh, so that's a saving of 300 a year, plus any costs of any private prescriptions you were getting before, uh, plus you would save um, uh, any GP fees. But in addition to that, the, there is this saving of the, of the tax, which is going to be a minimum of 1.7% and up to 4% on, on worldwide income. Um, so with an, um, but it's only available to retired expats retired EU expats and um, with one exception uh, some countries will add their spouse to that S1 even if the spouse is below retirement age so it's important that if you qualify for an S1 and you're married that your spouse is added to that uh, S1 that can be then registered with Cyprus it can only be registered with Cyprus if you've got a, a residency certificate here and a tax registration here and, and that would allow, uh, and, and I guess your registration, obviously you've got to be registered with the Cyprus Health System, but then you're issued with an exemption certificate, which will exempt you from uh, prescription charges, uh, payments for nurses, physiotherapists, blood tests, and, and consultant fees, uh, as well as the treatments being free. Uh, but in addition, that there is the taxes. So employed people are paying between 1.7 and 2.5% uh, this year, rising up to 4% for self-employed people next year, uh, as a national health insurance tax against their earnings um, in 2019. Uh, that started on the 1st of March, and any, uh, any other type of worldwide income is declarable. So anybody without an exemption uh, is obliged under international law, not EU law, international law to declare their worldwide income in Cyprus and under exchange information this can be identified uh, and that includes pension income, includes dividends, includes bank interest, uh, includes rental income. So uh, whatever uh, arrangement you have made with your tax accounting uh, or your accounting home accounting authority, even if that income arises in the UK or France or Norway or, or Denmark or Belize, wherever that income arises, 
uh, and it's declarable on your worldwide tax return, then uh, the national health insurance tax will apply. So this is an important part for, for uh, expats to, to, to consider if they're not exempt. Uh, so somebody could have 50,000 UK income uh, from property rentals, which hasn't in the past been taxed in Cyprus. It would now be subject to uh, the national health insurance tax at 1.7% this year. Someone who's got a earnings uh, from an overseas contract but is not remitting it to Cyprus would have no income tax liability necessarily in Cyprus, uh, would have no defence levy liability necessarily um, on those dividends as a non-DOM in Cyprus, um, but the national health insurance tax will, will apply. So the national health insurance tax uh, it doesn't uh, affect any liability to income tax, special defence taxes on savings, investments and dividends or, or property rental taxes, doesn't impact on non-DOM status in any way. Those tax exemptions can still exist for expats, but the national health insurance tax will apply. Um, but unless there's an S1 and with the S1, an exemption certificate can be issued. Now, if it is, the, the exemption then is for worldwide income. So uh, a retired expat working with an S1 is exempt from their worldwide income. Even if it's dividends, even if it's earned income, that worldwide income is exempt if the, the, there is an S1. Um, uh, so that all EU citizens are being treated in the same way and, and uh, they're, they're completely exempt. If the uh, uh, spouse of, of the expat, the EU expat with the S1, is below retirement age, uh, but on, on the, the spouse's S1, they will be exempt on their worldwide income as well. If uh, the EU expat has an S1, and a non-EU wife who is not uh, eligible to, to be recorded on the S1 or doesn't have their S1 of their own, the, the non-EU spouse will pay the national health insurance tax, whereas the, the EU expat will not pay that tax. Um, so there's a number of different scenarios where different people could be impacted in, in a different way. Um, the Brexit point of all this um, what, what, what difference Brexit will make is that at the moment the UK is in the e EU, uh, if it leaves on the 31st of October with a transition period, during that transition period everything will remain the same, so the S1s will still be valid. But if there is a, a break and there's no continuous agreement put in place for S1 treatments, then the UK S1s will no longer be issued and no longer be valid. So expats need to be aware that the S1 could be removed and they could then fall back under tax uh, liability for the national health insurance tax in Cyprus. Now, there was a social insurance agreement bilaterally between Cyprus and the UK before the EU came to Cyprus uh, and there's no reason why it can't be reintroduced afterwards under Commonwealth arrangements uh, for expats in, in Malta um, and 
the UK. There's an indication in that, in that the sovereign forces bases, um, tax residents in those areas, in the UK sovereign bases in Cyprus, uh, are still eligible for the Cyprus health system. So it shows the two governments working closely together and Cyprus and the UK both guaranteed that their expats will continue to be covered in the same way uh, as EU citizens after Brexit, even if there's no deal. The UK have done such an arrangement already with Cyprus, the slightly, uh, sorry, already with Ireland, the slightly closer ties uh, with Ireland, not just through uh, Commonwealth, but through the previous United Kingdom and Irish uh, acts from 1949. So that there is, uh, there is precedent already, but there is not an absolute certainty. So Brexit uh, uh, will or will not go ahead. And if it goes ahead, then new arrangements need to be put in place. Um, I've got no doubt that the Cypriot and the British government will come up with an arrangement. Uh, but like with the exemption for the S1, you know, it becomes clear after the fact once everything has been laid out. So we're looking for uh, the UK to resolve themselves and allow a Brexit situation to become clear so that we can carry on with the current arrangement. Bear in mind that with the anticipation of a 31st of March uh, no deal Brexit, the EU had already put in place a transition period. They intended to run a transition period to the end of October, which is what they're already, which is what they're doing now. They had a contingency to to carry on with the same arrangements uh, for the UK being an EU member for the remaining nine months of 2019, if there was a no deal Brexit on March the 19th. So the contingencies were made in the EU and the UK uh, to allow a transition period to make arrangements made. This is, this, I'm, I'm 90% confident that the same thing would happen if the UK left the EU uh, with no deal by, by the 31st of March. Uh, things would change and new rules would come in place, uh, which is the way of the world. Um, if the UK stays in the EU, things will change. If Cyprus creates a health system, things will change and we need to reorganise our tax, our residency and our living arrangements in order that we can progress uh, what we're doing um, and, and continue to live and work abroad um, happily with our lives. So whether you're living or working abroad as an EU expat, the EU um, social insurance scheme will allow you to have free uh, cost of uh, treatment in Cyprus as well as the free universal health system. Uh, if you're registered. If you need any help with your uh, social insurance registration, tax registration, health service registration um, and organising your tax affairs between the UK and Cyprus to reorganise affairs between your home country and, and Cyprus, then Proactor EU expats uh, for living and working abroad in the UK, in Cyprus, contact us at our website, proactpartnership.com, or through our Living and Working Abroad pages on Twitter, Facebook, and uh, we'd like to see you again soon. Uh, thanks for listening to this webinar, and we'll speak to you next time. The Proact Know-How, brought to you by Proact.